Parak Dalad Mishnah Bet. Einotlin Eitzim in Asukah. So we continue with the uh, halachot relating to uh, wood or use of wood, uh, which might be considered muksa on the Yom Tov. So it says, so the Mishnah starts off and says, Einotlin Eitzim in Asukah, that one may not detach wood um, from a standing sukkah, from a sukkah itself. Um, here the sukkah we're talking about is uh, a, a hut that's up, let's say, for purposes of shade in the field, uh, but we're not talking about a sukkah that's actually used as um, a part of the mitzvah of, of a chag of sukkot. However, if one had set it aside, a wood, um, on the side of the sukkah, that's considered, and had intended to use it, that's considered prepared wood, and therefore isn't moksa, and one can use it uh, for lighting a permitted fire on Yom Tov. Um, one may carry in wood from the field, from that which has been gathered, uh, placed, let's say, in a pile. Um, so if it was placed already beforehand, so that is considered already um, uh, prepared. And from a uh, an enclosure, a filaminamafuzar, even from that which is uh, scattered around. If it's in a, a closed uh, area, um, so that's also considered muhan um, or prepared from beforehand. Um, the um, the Gemara points out that this uh, this part of the mission is actually a dat yachid, um, and that in fact most um, most of the uh, Chazal would would actually disagree and say that one actually needs both conditions. That one needs it to have been sort of placed um, and gathered in a gathered fashion, um, and also to be in a carpet. That one alone, one of those conditions alone, isn't enough uh, to use it on on the Yom Tov. So Ezu carpet. So the the Mishnah continues. What is considered a an enclosure? Kosha samachloir. Uh, anything which is specifically very directly adjacent or, um, to the to the city, um, Rabbi Huda um, actually would say that the next condition, which Rabbi Yossi points out, is also required that it has to be something um, essentially a locked area. Um, so Rabbi Yossi Omer anything that one needs to enter with uh, a key. Um, even if it's farther away from um, from the city, but within the Tchum, the Tchum is uh, the 2,000 Amos um, surrounding the city. So even if it's not exactly adjacent to the city, but farther away, that would also be okay for Rabbi Yossi. However, Rabbi Yehuda requires, um, in order to be considered a Karpeth, something that's adjacent to the city, but also he requires it to be a locked enclosure. Perak Dalet Mishnah Gemal. We may not split wood, um, not from a korah, a beam, or even from a beam that's broken in Yom Tov. Now, a, a korah, a beam, is actually uh, considered used for construction, and therefore it's muksa. It's not considered muhan for use um, for creating a fire. However, once it's already broken, um, then one would think that you could use a Korah um, for the purposes of a fire because it can no longer be used for construction purposes. However, we're saying that actually uh, if it was uh, considered a Korah, if it was whole during being a Shemashot, it's going into the Chag, so it had that, it was designated as that use, so it, the use doesn't change uh, once it breaks on the Yom Tov itself. It has to have already been designated um, or set aside uh, for use of, of making a fire, not for construction, even from before Yom Tov. So that's the that's going along the uh, the, the person who's who's authoring this particular Mishnah. 
Um, so in terms of how one actually cuts or splits the wood um, that one wants to use for fire, so the Mishnah says that one can't use an axe or a saw or a sickle. Um, the reason why these things can't be used is that these are usually um, artisan tools, um, and uh, this is a normal weekday um, way of of using these, but uh, of cutting wood. And um, and therefore, one isn't allowed to cut it in a normal way. Elaba kofits, but one can only use a kofits, uh, which is either um, some sort of uh, unusual use or it doesn't appear um, to be a normal weekday use um, for this purpose. Um, a kofits is actually it's a um, uh, identified as being um, a type of a long a knife which is used for. Um, chopping meat by a butcher, meat and bones. Um, it's narrow on one part and and uh, wide on the other. And far should point out that we're only talking about use of the narrow side of the of the uh, of the chovitz. perot satum. If let's say you have a room that is full of produce and it's sealed, here we're talking about something that's sealed by bricks, um, but not by bricks that are plastered. So it's not completely sealed. Um, something like that, uh, uh, taking away the bricks wouldn't um, be a problem of stira, of uh, destroying uh, an, a binyan midoraita. Uh, so, if, so if let's say v'nifchat um, let's say um, that was broken into and essentially the the, the bricks were removed, um, so one can get to the peyrot. Um, so therefore. Once the obstacle is removed, then you could go ahead and take um, from the area um, which which the obstacle is removed and take the payroll, uh, which is in which is in the room. Ramir Omer Ramir said, "Af Ramir says that one can actually even break in uh, initially um, to remove this uh, area of bricks, which would normally be, I guess, asamita or banan. Um, that one can remove those bricks to get to the payroads and then take the payroads and use them for Yom Tov. So the question is, you have this sort of barrier, this obstacle of, of unsealed bricks. Um, what Do you have to essentially wait for an accident for those bricks to be uh, sort of uh, the barrier to be removed? Or can you actually go according, as Rabbi Meir said, go and actually remove the bricks and take the, and take the fruit?